Welcome to a brand new podcast series that will help you realize the potential of your business. Whether you are a corporate behemoth, a mid-sized organization, or even a small mom and pop shop, our resident experts know the key to any business success is the same, organizational development. Here to explain what strategic development even means and why it's critical to the growth and profitability of your company are Heidi and Brent, collectively known as Orgology. Hi Heidi, hi Brent. Hello, how are hi. you? I'm very well, thank you. So let's get right down to the nitty gritty. What is Orgology and what, what do you guys do? We do organizational development. Every time you toss that out at a party or a get-together, people give you this confused look. They get this pained look in their eye going, I have no idea what that is. I'm going to ignore it. We usually explain it by, our role is to make work less painful. When you go into the office, what you do should be valuable, it should be doable, and it should pay off towards the larger strategic goal of we're doing the right thing, aren't we? Is that from the uh, the employee's point of view, the employer's point of view, or is it for both? It's for both. I would assume that any employer wants what they're paying someone to do to be valuable. And the greatest type of intrinsic motivation for any staff person is what I do matters and makes a difference towards where we're going. So with that definition, it sounds like we might be doing the dark art of organization consulting, but actually organizational development really looks at three primary areas, the people part of the organization, the processes in which they use, and the technology that supports the organization. And also we look at design. But there's three primary, the people, the process, and technology. That's the triad of organizational development. Who needs your help? This sounds like very much of a, a sort of an enterprise, a big company solution. Is that true? Well, we have worked with large units of the United States government, which is a huge organization. We've worked with top 100 Fortune 100 companies that have billions in global turnover. And we also work with nonprofits in the arts sector with five employees or less. So it spans any organization that has people, processes, or technology. They need help getting those in alignment. Yeah, and think about even the smallest business, the corner store. They have people that run the store. They have processes. What do you order? How do you know when to order it? How do you refill and restock? And then they have technology, a point of sale system where they collect money off of credit cards for people. They may have an inventory system. So even the smallest organization has all three of those elements. I mean, there's a lot that can go wrong with a business. Is it as broad as we're simply not making the money we should be making, or as they've identified a process? What, what is there a sort of a common theme to that initial contact with you? I think the answer to your question is yes and both. Because right. <laughs> many, many times they will come with a problem, and as you explore it deeper with them, what they actually thought the problem was 
is not the actual problem right. in the organization. Others will come to you with the global, we want to make more money. We need to investigate what exactly is causing you to not appear to make as much money as you think you should. Right. And one of the scarier clients I worked with, I did ask them, so what's your strategic plan? And the answer was, make more money. And I thought, oh, if that's all you're interested in, dot, 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 let's not fill in that blank. Right. I'd say a real commonality to how we work with people is what is the meaning of what you do? Where are you going with what you do? When we say strategic plan, a lot of people think of this dusty folder of documents that you never use. And strategic planning has changed to be more rapid and more adaptive. But ultimately, every single person in the organization should be able to name what they're trying to do. Number two, it shouldn't be make more money as a blanket statement. And then after that, understand how their work fits. And overall, I would say just about every client we work with has a fundamental disconnect someplace in that seemingly transparent and self-evident process. I mean, I, I guess with a smaller company, to be told that your business is not working as well as it should it's difficult probably not to take that personally. If you've invested your life savings, you've remortgaged your home, you've invested so much of your time into that business. I mean, how receptive are people to criticism of yeah, their I business? You are correct. Small, small businesses are very resistant to hearing that piece of information. If they come to us with, we want to make more money or we want to have a more fluid environment in which we work to make sure we're hitting all the markets, that's fine. We can work with them. If they come in and say, tell us what we're doing wrong, that makes them open. If you walk in and you tell anybody, your children, your spouse, anybody at work, you're not doing the right thing. How is that usually received? There's a bit of resistance, I assume, that pops up in that. So when they come to us, they come to us hopefully with a mindset of, we want to improve something and we help them explore what does that look like? Is it possible? And if it is possible, what level of effort is it going to take? What engagement is it going to take to get there? Uh, Heidi's example of the not strategic plan, which is actually more of a goal and make more money. Yes, everybody wants to make more money, but how do you make more money is the big question that we help organizations answer. And something that I would hit on with that is we frequently use the word pragmatic, and that's something that we think is incredibly important. I can go into either the U.S. government, a $4 billion consumer products organization, or a family-run corner shop and if I make a suggestion to them that violates union rules, that's outside of their budget, that's too complicated, they're going to get frustrated and go away. And that's one of the 
dark arts of doing organizational development and organizational design well is helping an organization pick a target that's doable, that's pragmatic, that's going to give them a payoff. So it's not the best solution. Here, let me give you a 75 PowerPoint slide presentation with the what if the world were exactly the way we wanted it. We really target what's going to make the right difference inside your budget, inside your constraints, and inside your culture. We've just touched the tip of the iceberg when it comes to what Orgology is all about. So what's in store for episode number two? Why don't we start off with Heidi walking us through how we build pragmatic solutions that are unique for each of our clients. Happy to do that. Heidi and Brent, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Talk soon. Thank you.